0: Welcome to Creatively Human, a podcast for online business owners and creatives that goes beyond the work and dives deep into why we do what we do, the struggles and wins we face along the way, and how we fit it all into the kind of life we want to live. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, and I help creatives grow their businesses in ways that fit around their life and values. Today I wanted to talk to you about my online business journey because I've actually been working for myself online in some capacity for over 10 years now, which I just, I can't believe it, but I've done quite a few things in that time and I thought it might be interesting for you, for me to talk about it. (laughs) So my online journey started in 2008. I had graduated from university in uh, July, June or July, and it was the time of the credit crunch and I didn't know what I wanted to do. My degree was in philosophy and history so that in itself didn't exactly exactly lead to any specific jobs and I just didn't know what I wanted to do anyway. I had applied to do a master's in museum studies um, distance learning and I don't know I did a lot of soul searching over the summer and I thought I thought I was just, to be honest, doing the master's because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I didn't think that was necessarily a good reason to do a master's. So I dropped out of it right at the last minute and I found myself looking for a job. So I don't know, I was chatting about this to people in my life and someone suggested that maybe I could make some money proofreading. So I did a Google search, found an online marketing forum and people were looking for writers in all kinds of topics for their websites and I had no idea about this online world. I applied for a job, wrote an article about ethical travel and I got money in my PayPal account that same day and it was amazing and it blew my mind to be honest and I just thought let's see where this goes. So I applied for more jobs, I found it really easy to find work with um, They were basically website owners who were putting up content based websites. This was this was a while ago. So basically, back in the day, people used to make websites and fill them with sort of informational content, put some like Google ads on there and they would earn money from the clicks on the ads. That was the basic premise of how they were making money. So that's why they didn't necessarily want to write the content themselves. They hired me to do it. Some of the work was really interesting. Some of it was far less interesting. Um, I generally enjoyed, you know, having the opportunity to research various topics. I, I really liked that. Um, I, I just found it fun learning. And I was only 21 at the time. I didn't have a job, I was living with my parents. So it was a good way to make money. But <laughs> I did make quite a few mistakes at this time. Uh, the biggest one was what i charged i charged a pittance let's be honest and i don't even like to admit it but it was a pittance so in this online world where people are hiring people to fill up their websites with content they they don't really want to pay for it they just want to do it as cheaply as possible and i think what i was providing was good and i was charging way too little for it basically um so i found it hard i got really really burnt out and that's that's a topic for another day but it, it kind of, it made me have a tricky relationship with writing. Let's put it that way. I enjoyed writing before that. Oh, and I should have said I had a private blog before I did all this. So I had done some writing online and I really enjoyed it and I enjoyed exploring myself and the world as I saw it through my blog. Um, but the writing I was doing on this forum, it wasn't, it wasn't great because I, I couldn't dedicate the time I wanted to it. I had to just, I had to, basically bash out the articles every day, got so tiring. Even though I was earning a full-time income, I was just like working myself to the ground. It wasn't fun. And even now, you know, 10 years later, I feel like that has affected my relationship with writing. And it's sad. So that is a lesson there, not to charge too little. Anyway, so because I got uh, burnt out with writing, I decided to uh, make some websites myself. I made websites. I, I learned a lot from my clients. I learned a lot from my own blog. I made some uh, blogs on specific topics and I sold them. And that was really fun. Um, I also created ready-made articles so that I could choose the topics that I wanted to write about. And then I sold them to people who were looking for content in those topics. And around this time, I think it was about 2010, I read The 4-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. Um, and I mean, I don't love everything about it by any means, but it really opened my eyes. Like I had no idea. I had no idea about this world of, you know, digital nomad lifestyle and all that. And I mean, there's problems with the way we talk about it and the privilege that comes with being able to choose that kind of lifestyle. But it it, it was what opened my eyes. It, it made me realise that, wow, I I have the possibility here to run an online business, to travel if I want, to scale up my business by hiring other people, and that is what I eventually did. And yeah, it just totally opened my eyes and it got, it got all the thoughts going around my head of what I could do. And it was at this time that I just got the idea in my head that I wanted to travel, and I broached it with my husband, and at the time he was working in an office, he didn't mind his job, but he didn't love it either, and he had just finished doing his own MA, so it was kind of perfect timing for us, we we were only renting, we didn't have anything to tie us down, he was happy to quit his job, I could carry on earning, so yeah, he quit, and um, we went to Thailand on New Year's Eve uh, 2011, and it was It was brilliant. We we travelled for a whole year. We ended up going to several different countries, and uh, we took it a bit slower. We weren't we weren't trying to just like see as many places as possible. We were trying to experience places for a bit longer before moving on. Um, We ended up going to Thailand, Laos, uh, Cambodia, Vietnam, Burma, Malaysia, and Japan. It was brilliant and such a good experience and. It was through this uh, traveling that it made me think more about hiring other people to do some writing and to kind of scale up my business because I was balancing working with, you know, sightseeing, experiencing and traveling. So I didn't want to work all the time. And I, I was fortunate enough that we had a much lower cost of living during that year. And yes, I kept a spreadsheet and the total that we spent, two of us traveling, including all flights and all travel apart from the first flight, we spent £14,000 and that's for two of us. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm sure it'd be more expensive now because this was in 2012, but it's just amazing. It's it's amazing. And i we are so privileged to have been able to do that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm well aware of how privileged we were, but it was basically cheaper for us to travel and for me to explore my online business away from the UK than it was to live and pay the rent and pay all the bills and for my husband to stay in his job. So anyway, that's when I got into the idea more of outsourcing. That's when I started outsourcing. I hired freelance writers and I managed them more. I still did writing myself. My husband also did writing to help uh, the whole business and it basically moved on from there. When I came back in 2013, um, it The reason we came back actually I should mention was because you know we just got kind of homesick and traveling as a couple on our own for that long it did put some pressures on our relationship. We had some amazing experiences together but we also got in each other's hair quite a bit and we would have stayed longer but I got really homesick so we came home and I moved back in with my parents, Uh, Chris moved back in with his parents, Um, we still stayed together but we lived in different towns. So I had a lot of time on my hands in in that time. And uh, I struggled, I really struggled to get back into it. I struggled to be productive, I struggled to know what direction to take my business. And it was difficult. um, Until we moved back in together. I mean, we found our own place together, we moved back in, and we got engaged. And that really changed things. Actually, it Because I suddenly had a wedding to pay for, it's like it flicked a switch, I had something to pay for, I had a goal and I just went all in on my business and it grew and grew and grew. And I kept growing my team of writers and I also changed my mindset quite a lot about what it took to grow a successful business. I would say I started working smarter, I was probably working less a lot of the time, I was earning a lot more money. It was really, really interesting to see that development and uh, same happened again when we decided to buy a house. I, I never thought that we could afford to have a house. I knew that the rules for getting a mortgage weren't that helpful, people who are self-employed, but we decided to go to the mortgage broker, see what she said, and it turns out we could afford to buy a house. We just needed to save a certain level of deposit to make it more uh, cost-effective for us, and having that goal, again, it made so much difference to my mindset and what I achieved and and my business year on year since getting back from traveling, it was growing like massively. Once we had moved in together, we had our house. Uh, I decided to run the marathon, which doesn't sound relevant to my business, but it is. <laughs> um, I was earning good money. Things were going well. I was training for the marathon and that took up a lot of time. And the fact that it took so long out of my day all the time and I was having these kind of slow mornings on my training runs, So I would go out for a run. By the end of it, the runs were taking me like three hours. I mean, I'm pretty slow. They were taking me like three hours, more than three hours. I was listening to podcasts, I was listening to music and I would come back and I'd have a nice slow stretch and I'd eat my snacks, my protein shake. And yeah, I took hours out of my working day every day to train for this marathon or most days, I should say. And it made me realise that I could have an even more flexible schedule than I did and it was a really interesting realization because my income had been going up but my workload hadn't and I think in those years since getting back from traveling it was that mindset shift of firstly having specific goals like my house and my wedding and the marathon and then secondly it was also just treating my business more like a real business it made such a huge difference but (laughs) with the um Increase in income came increase in tax, and I had not, I hadn't prepared for it. I was I was getting all the money in, I was spending it like it was all mine, I wasn't setting aside enough money for tax, and I got myself in a bit of a pickle. So end of 2016, I thought, this is it, oh my goodness, I need to sort this out, I was, I was so scared, I can't even say why, it doesn't really make sense, but I was terrified of getting an accountant, but I knew it had to be done. So I forced myself to do it. Basically, I was I was afraid she was going to tell me that I was doing everything wrong. But then that highlights the fact that I really needed an accountant, to be honest. But anyway, I got an accountant, went past my fear. I found someone. I had I an had accountant recommended to me by my, my parents who are also self-employed, but their business is so different to mine. I could just tell that he, he didn't understand the online business world. And there were like EU VAT laws coming in he didn't understand it at all. So I had to find someone myself. In the end, I googled and I went with my gut instinct. And it was quite a risky thing for me to do. I wouldn't normally do something like that, especially within accounting. I mean, usually it's easier to find someone on a recommendation, but that's what I did. And it was the best decision ever. She helped me set up a limited company. And my husband was officially employed by the company. We worked out our salaries, dividends, everything. I saved loads of money on tax. I also got really ahead of myself. I mean, not ahead of myself, I I, I set aside the tax money ever since then as I earned it. It felt absolutely amazing to finally pay off that big bill and to know that I was never going to get in that situation again. So that brings us to 2017 and I got pregnant in March 2017 and by this point I was, I was growing increasingly dissatisfied with my business I think it comes down to that hierarchy of needs if you've heard of that it's the idea that you know you focus on your basic needs first which is like food shelter you know so for me it was focusing on paying the rent paying the mortgage getting a certain level of income being able to afford to not have to get a regular job and then once all that was covered you know I paid for my wedding paid for my house deposit I had spare money it gave me that mental space to think about my higher needs, which were personal satisfaction, I mean, how much am I enjoying my work? Um, But because I got pregnant, I had to really focus on planning for my maternity leave. Because, you know, when you work for yourself, you have to plan these things in for yourself. Um, I've actually written a whole free ebook about how I did this so I'll put the link in the show notes if you want to download that. but basically I got really ahead of myself with my work. I I hired an assistant, I hired my writers. Um, I basically made it so that I was sort of, I suppose I was kind of the project manager and everyone was else was doing the actual work and I didn't like being the project manager because I literally felt like I was spending all my time just planning rather than thinking bigger picture, what I really wanted to do, but it was necessary. I had to do it because I had to fit sort of double the work in for a certain period of months so that I could then take, uh, I think I took five months off when I had my baby. So I had him at the end of 2017. And at the time I'm recording this, he is nine months old and I've been back at work for a few months and wow, things have changed having him has just made me feel so creative. It's also given me such a drive to make a change in my business. So I'm still doing my uh, content based business. But I've also launched this podcast. I'm, I've am i started up my new website, ruthpoundwhite.com, where I'm helping people with their own business. Because of course, over those 10 years, I've learned so much, especially about uh, streamlining and running a simpler business, working less, figuring out what brings you joy, all of that. And yeah, I mean, that's a really quick overview of the whole 10 years in business. And it's just incredible, really, actually, one of the, one of the things I've noticed about my business journey is that I don't often take enough time out to recognise how far I've come, you know, to, to think about my achievements, I often think about, about the negative things like, oh, I've spent so long doing work that isn't my sort of zone of genius like I'm good at it but it's not it's not what lights me up but you know I've achieved so much and everything I did in my journey to get to this point has taught me so much about online business online marketing growing an audience it's taught me so much so and and it allowed me to have that maternity leave which I am really really grateful I was able to do so yeah that's my journey to now and Uh, at the time of recording I've got quite a lot of things in the works like um, training programs and free guides so hopefully at the time this goes out they'll all be available for you to see on my website Um, yeah I hope you found this interesting obviously everyone's journey is different but that's mine (laughs) so yeah hope you enjoyed it and I'll catch you again soon Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. It would really help me and the podcast if you could take a moment to review, rate and subscribe. I'd also really love to hear from you on Instagram at Ruth where I like to get a bit philosophical about online business. And you can find me on my website, ruthpoundwhite.com, where you can read the episode show notes, subscribe to my behind the scenes newsletter, or read more about my own experience of running a creative online business.